So you're an attorney and you've decided to go out on your own. Now what? You need a plan and you're not alone. Join expert host Adriana Linares and her distinguished guests on New Solo. Tune into the lively conversation as they share insights and information about how to successfully run your law firm here on Legal Talk Network. Welcome to another episode of New Solo on Legal Talk Network. I'm Adriana Linares. I'm a legal technology trainer and consultant. I help lawyers figure out how to use technology better. Today, I'm recording live from the San Diego County Bar Association, and I've got a great guest. He's a member of the bar. He's going to remind me how we became friends. Before I do that, though, I'm going to make sure we get started by listening to a couple ads from our sponsors. Answer One is a leading virtual receptionist and answering service provider for lawyers. You can find out more by giving them a call at 800-ANSWER-1 or online at answerone.com. And that's answerone, the number one, dot com. Thanks to our sponsor, Clio. Clio's cloud-based practice management software makes it easy to manage your law firm from intake to invoice. Try it for free at clio.com. And that's clio.com. Unbundled Attorney is a premium lead generation service that delivers exclusive leads directly into your inbox in real time. Looking to get more leads and grow your practice? Visit unbundledattorney.com today. Finally, there's Law Clerk, where attorneys hire freelance lawyers. There are no sign-up or monthly fees. Only pay the flat fee price you set. Increase your profits, not your overhead. Learn more at lawclerk.com. Dot legal. They have a rebate for us available. If you're a new solo listener, make sure you enter new solo 300 for a $300 rebate after your first project. And thanks to them for that. So here we are. It's me and Taylor. Hi, Taylor. Hi, Jana. It's Hi. nice to have you here. It's great to be here. <laughs> Tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Taylor Darcy. <laughs> My name is Taylor Darcy. I am a new solo. I love it. I know, Hashtag right? Hashtag new solo. <laughs> right. So Adriana and I, and I met uh, actually because I've been listening to this podcast. Online. Yep. Uh, for since I was in law school. I and, love that. Uh, she was part of, I knew that law school would teach me what I needed to know about the law, but I also knew there was so much outside of that. And so I started reaching out to different sources. So and this smart. was one of them. And uh, so I got to, I've been listening to her for years now. <laughs> and uh, she became the tech consultant for San Diego County Bar Association. And I reached out to her and was like so excited that she was here because awesome. I'd been listening to her. And to me, she's a little bit of a celebrity. And uh, so, so I reached out to her and said, I met with her and we, we had a good sit down and we talked about some tech and some things that attorneys need to know about uh, being not only solo, but technology. Yeah. And I love that. So what's really funny and coincidental is you had, I think months before, do you remember before you, I think you had taken the bar, but you were waiting for your bar results and yeah. you sent me a message on Twitter. I can't even remember what the question was, but it was just, you know, typical question and answer, by the way, I listened to New Solo. Right. And then I started working here at the bar and you sent me an email. Yeah. I said, oh my God, what a small hysterical world that we had been DMing each other on Twitter. And then I ended up right here and um, you came in to see me. You were my first customer nice. as a San Diego County Bar Association member that um, I talked to. So it was pretty cool. Yeah. And then you probably don't remember this, but when we were originally DMing, 
I said, well, good luck. You know, I'm, I'm sure you're going to pass. Let me know if I can help in any other way. And let me know when you're ready to come on New Solo and impart your own wisdom. Yeah. So I emailed you a couple of days ago. I said, hey, are you ready? Don't you love that? And you said, yeah, it was awesome. I'm ready. Yep. So um, tell everyone, so you graduated from law school, you got your law degree, and mm-hmm. you just said, I'm flying solo. I'm going. Yeah. Um, so I had actually been wanting to do solo since I went to law school. And, uh, and the reason was that, um, so my parents own their own carpet cleaning business, or they did. And so I saw that they needed an attorney, but they couldn't necessarily afford them. And I knew that the big firms couldn't necessarily afford people like that. You know, my parents couldn't afford people like the big firms. Big firm law, right. Yeah. So And, and, and sometimes, sadly, big firms don't want small businesses. Right. And I mean, it's just how the marketplace decides to work itself out. So right. you saw your family have this need. Exactly. And so I decided that I would go solo because I knew that if I kept my overhead low, that I could service my clients just as well as these big firms could for a whole lot less cost. And they could afford me. And so I use technology to streamline my processes that allow me to service them in the same capacity uh, as they would with the big firm, but without losing any type of of value. So I can charge, like I charge flat rate for most of my work, uh, and which allows them to not worry about the billable hour. Uh, and they 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 love it. I, I have yet to have a client that hasn't that's been like, oh, I'm so glad I don't have to worry about this huge retainer agreement, or I have to worry about you know the billable that type of thing. So how did you decide to work your fee structure as a flat rate as opposed to hour? In the research that you were doing, like, did you read a lot of blogs? Did you talk to a lot of other lawyers? Or like, how did you decide that that was the way you were going to do it? So I, I decided that because, you know, I have the ability to control my my time, right? The client doesn't. And so I look at it from an information perspective. The client doesn't know what I'm doing. And so, you know, to bill them to do the billable, it creates a conflict, right, in my opinion, because you're incentivized to spend as much time as possible on the matter versus the client may not have the budget for that. And so the idea is that if I can stay away from that, then they can afford me because, you know, I might spend a little bit extra time on a flat rate matter, but it's not costing me anything because I've got these efficiencies in in progress, like, uh, you know, the different softwares that I use and such as my website, that type of thing. All right. We're going to talk about those in a minute. I want to back up a little bit to make sure we get the whole launch series. Sure. Um, You have several small children. Yes. How many? I have three right now. Three little buddies at home. What are their names? Uh, Elizabeth, Julia, and William. And so you're a law student. You're married. You've Mm -hmm. got three kids. And your wife must have been standing by you this whole time and saying, okay, honey, you can do whatever you want. And did she ever think, well, it'd be so great, Taylor, if you went and worked at a big law firm and brought home a regular paycheck? Or has she been understanding and said, no, you know, you need to follow your dreams. You can start a solo practice and we're going to make it. And, um, you know, what was it like just having the support of your wife or maybe not if she was a little hesitant? Um, We've had our moments where, (laughs) (laughs) you know, there's that trepidation. Are you going to get clients? I think is the biggest question. Right. It it wasn't, it was never whether or not I would be successful once I got clients, but how would I get clients? 
So my wife was, has always been supportive. She's amazing. I mean, I would not be where I am now if without her, Aww. honestly. Like she, you know, unfortunately, a few of my friends that went through relationships in law school, they broke up uh, because of how difficult and stressful law school was. And my wife was, you know, we had a, we like to call it a coming to Jesus moment yeah. where he said, okay, are we committed to this? Is this what we're doing? And, uh, you know, so since that time, you know, I've worked tirelessly, but only because I had the support of an amazing woman. Um, awesome. It's her birthday this month. Oh, uh, so <laughs> the whole month. I, well, <laughs> I love it. She, she likes to celebrate for more than just a day. Yeah. And that's one of the things I love about her. We're, we're very much yin and yang in that category. Um, I'm a minimalist and she likes to go big <laughs> and that's okay. Hey man, sounds like my type of girl. Right. So that's good. All right. So you're going through law school and you say, we're going to yep. do this. And she says, yeah, we're going to do this. Where are you going to get those clients from? And you said, uh, I got a plan. Well, I do. And so I actually have an MBA in addition to my JD. And oh, so excellent. part of that was marketing, at least some of it. Uh, it was financial management was the overall thing. But the key was is to really, you know, and, and I tell my clients this, but but it's important for a new solo as well. You have to focus on the things that you do well. And the thing that you can do that you have absolute control over is your ability to pivot. If something's not working, you do it. it you stop doing it. If it's something is working, you do it more. And so you really, that's where you have to do. These big firms, they have to go through lots of partners and yeah. decisions. And you don't have that thing. They're, if, not, they're not as nimble. Exactly, exactly. So you have to focus on that. You can't uh, say, oh, I want this to work and and, and keep trying to beat the dead horse. And I, and I found that really uh, true when I was studying for the bar was when I realized that something wasn't working studying wise, I stopped it immediately. And I said, I don't have time to, to waste to see if I pass the bar, given what I'm doing, I need to make sure I pass the bar. And if this, I don't feel like it's working, it's probably not working. And so that's the same thing for what I tell my, my clients, as well as what I tell other solos is, you know, focus on being your strengths, your strengths. you know, don't try to be everything to every person you know, or every client, be what you can be and do your best at what that is. How did you decide that small business law or helping small businesses was going to be your focus? Um, really was my parents. Oh, I yeah, love that. Yeah, that was, so this has been... Back to your roots. Yeah, back to my roots because I knew there's a market out there for this, that people sure. that are disenfranchised by the legal system, you know, that can't afford, you know, this is unfortunate, but it's a pay to play mm -hmm. situation. And a lot of these guys can't afford it. And it's really sad because they're not getting justice at the expense of these firms that are charging $400 and $500 an hour. It's so. true. And, uh, you know, I've said it on the show and I say it all the time, especially to my lawyer friends. And when I'm having conversations like this, I'm your perfect example. I'm okay. a small business owner, right? So I have a legal technology consulting company. I've got one partner and I have all the needs that a small business has. I can't afford my own friends that yep. are lawyers. Yeah. So I say it all the time. I'm the example that unmet market, you know, the client you're looking for is sometimes sitting right in front of you. And if you can approach them in a creative and affordable way, I can afford some lawyering. Right, I can't exactly. afford $500 an hour lawyering. Right. So that's great. That's really good. Well, listen, before we go on to the next segment and we start talking about technology and how you made those decisions, we're gonna take a quick break and listen to a couple of messages from some sponsors. Imagine what you could do with an extra eight hours per week. That's how much time legal professionals save with Clio, the world's leading practice management software. With intuitive time tracking, billing, and matter management, Clio streamlines everything you do to run your practice from intake to invoice. Try Clio for free and then get a 10% discount for your first six months when you sign up with the code NEWSOLO10. 
That's new solo one zero and do that at Clio.com, C-L-I-O.com. Are you a family law, immigration, or estate planning attorney looking to attract new leads and retain more clients? Join hundreds of other solos and small firms just like you who use Unbundled Attorney to receive premium, exclusive leads delivered directly into their inbox in real time. To learn more about how their lead generation services can grow your practice, subscribe to the Unbundled Attorney Mastermind Podcast or visit unbundledattorney.com today. All right, we're back with Taylor Darcy. Taylor, and I forgot to cover some basic points for you. We're in San Diego. You're a San Diego lawyer. Right. Yeah, tell us more. I live in San Diego. Are you Um, from San Diego? No, so I was actually born in Utah. Um, and I moved here in 1989, oh, but so. I've been here ever since. And so it's like, I, I, I might as well be a native. I'm about as native as for the most part you're going to get. So most people are transplants here. Yep. So you came here, you grew up here, basically you yep. went to law school here Yep. and you decided to start your practice. Yeah. Taylor Darcy. Yep. Darcy-law.com. That's correct. Okay, good. Yep. So now let's talk for a few minutes about your prep for mm-hmm. starting and launching your firm. Yep. And when it comes down to technology, how did you start? So well, let me back up a little bit, actually. Let me ask you this. You knew you were going to go solo. Yep. You've been pretty busy going to law school and then studying for the bar. Mm-hmm. Where and when did you find the time to research technology to be ready to launch when you pass the bar? So I did a little bit at a time throughout law school because okay. I knew what I was going to do. So it wasn't something uh, you, you didn't know, I save reached... it up till the end and try no, to cram. You no, were slowly, I, no, always exactly. at the top of mind. Because I knew I, I knew that I didn't want to do that. Like I didn't want it to be like. Sure, I knew I had to pass the bar, but to me that was like incidental. That wasn't right. I, I, I was hoping it was a foregone conclusion, and thankfully it was. <laughs> but um, I knew that if I did pass, that I wanted to go solo. And so you know, I reached out to a lot of these vendors. Um, I listened to your podcast for for this to get a lot of ideas. Oh, good. And so I would find those links and I'd do research and see if what those companies and and or technology uh, things would be that would allow me to do this, would they work for what I want to do? And so I'd, I'd do a little bit of research, figure it out. I'd get their free trials. Of course. Um, you know, in, in some instances, I would be like, oh, it's only a two-week trial. <laughs> darn. And it's only once. <laughs> Even more darn. But um, so, you know, so I, I really did it all along because I knew that if I left it to the end, that it would be too time intensive and I'd put it off and then it wouldn't work out well. So. Well, and you don't want to be rushed with decisions like no. that. So you just sort of sporadically, continuously yeah. did some work. Okay. And um, did you come out with a list of, okay, well, I've got to have a practice management program. I've got to have a phone service. I've got to have Office 365. What was that list like? Yeah. So I wanted to have as much integrated as possible. And so it really came down to, you know, I looked at, what other practitioners had used, but I also looked at what worked best for me, what could integrate the best, um, what was secure. That was one of my top concerns. So Good. I use um, Office 365. Sure. I use the Enterprise Edition um, that allows me to encrypt emails if I need to. Oh, good. Um, Are you paying 
twelve dollars a month for that one, or oh, no, a little I'm, more? Uh, it's like twenty three. Okay, yeah, yeah that's and it comes with like all the bells and whistles right. that Microsoft has to offer. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I use a Mac. Um, I really like keeping everything on Mac. To me, it's a little more simple. It tends to. I, I never had the blue screen of death. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> I haven't and, seen one in a long time. No, actually. Windows has gotten in better. defense of Windows. Yeah, Windows has gotten better. Um, but as far as like for Mac, the Office 365 is greatly improved yes, over previous editions of of any Mac type software. So, um, so Office 365, Clio. Uh, you know, they offer free for, uh, you know, first new solos and stuff like that for time period. And then uh, let's see what else. And just kind of how I wanted to be, I focus a lot on my website. Okay, um, let's because, talk about it. Sure. Um, so I have an appointment scheduling software. Which one? That Acuity Scheduling. Acuity, right? Uh-huh. A-C-U-I-T-Y. A-C-U-I. Yep, okay. that's correct. And uh, it integrates with Office 365. So people can go on my website, book, yes. I'm raising my hand for those oh. of you who can't see me. Oh, I didn't, okay. you know, I wanted to give you the opportunity to ask me. Yes, ma'am. Do you remember what you pay for Acuity a month? It's fifteen. Okay, it's excellent. Really reasonable. Very reasonable. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I pay for Acuity. You can go on my website. You can book an appointment. It syncs with my calendar, so I never have to worry about double booking. It syncs with. Uh, Office 365. Office 365. Uh-huh. So wait, and sorry, yeah. I just want to make sure we got it all. So you've got Office 365, mm-hmm. which synchronizes your calendar and contacts also to Clio, and right. you're using Acuity, which also synchronizes with your Office 365 calendar. So they're all talking. you got one calendar, right. everything points Correct. to it. Okay, good. And then uh, client intake, I use Lexicata currently. sure. And it allows me to get my client intake form taken care of as well as any uh, signatures for uh, an engagement agreement, which is super nice because I can do a client intake in 10, 15 minutes as opposed to having to worry about printing a form, scanning it, signing it, that type of thing. People can just sign everything on their tablet, yep. uh, computer. That So it's really super easy to do that, so... What are you paying for Lexicata a month? Do you remember? Is it 50-ish? Uh, it's 50. They do a, a new attorney discount okay. for the first year. Uh, so it's twenty four fifty after the discount. Okay. So, oh, yeah. excellent. Yeah. So, so far, it sounds like you're still under $100 a month for your yep. basic practice management technology and needs. Yep. So are you using Clio's document assembly piece? Um, I'm working on it. Okay. Yeah. So, but my question was going to be, you then are the one configuring your client intake and configuring mm-hmm. the forms and stuff. And you're a little, probably a little tech savvier than, than a lot of people right. out there. But would you say that it's the type of thing anybody who dedicated some time to getting some training from those companies could do on their own? Oh, or sure. Is it, okay. Sure. This Tell, isn't... Encourage our listeners. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, between the training from the company, and I mean, I have to say, if you can get through law school, you can get through this technology. This is not something that you should be afraid of. Like this is, if you can get through law school and pass the bar, heck, if you can, you know, get your bachelor's degree. No kidding. This is not complicated. (laughs) This is not rocket science. You don't need to fear, um, fear these programs because a lot of it's already built out for you. And you just have to take the time. That's really probably the only thing that that I would say is you can't skimp on. You can't sit there and try to learn something in in 10 minutes right before you have something due. You need to take some time ahead of that, learn it so that you've, you've got it for later when you do need it. So, yeah. Yeah, I think that's great. 
great. And I think hearing another lawyer say that is always going to make lawyers feel better. Because right. when I say it, you know, I always joke around that when I walk into a room full of lawyers, and this is totally true, I am the dumbest person in that room with pride. Um, <laughs> but, you know, if I can do it, anybody right. who's passed the bar, if not two or three bars can certainly do it. All right. So um, you're a Mac lawyer. Um, we've got Office 365, Clio, Acuity. What else? Lexicata. Lexicata. Um, Anything else you want to make sure we talk about? Uh, QuickBooks, but they're kind of peripheral. They're yeah. for accounting, I mean, which I don't handle too much of, but it's super easy. I just mark the category that it is and move on with my life. It does my P&L and profit and loss, sorry. You know, it does that for me, and I don't have to sit there and figure that stuff out. It handles everything for me. So. I love it. And your whole office is sitting in a backpack behind you, I take it. Uh, well, my briefcase, yes. Yes. Yeah, it's oh, sitting, that's yep, my, my office briefcase? is there, and, and so I can literally take it anywhere, and I use, uh, you know, I use an iPhone for my business line um, because it integrates so well with the Mac so I can take phone calls on my, mm -hmm. my laptop. Uh, we should so, talk about that a little sure. bit. Um, explain what that means. So instead of like my phone can be sitting, you know, in the other room and my Mac will pop up and it'll have a, it'll be ringing on my Mac. So I can actually take phone calls that way. I can also do FaceTime that way, which is super nice because so many people use their iPhones these days for right. uh, their everything. business lines for everything. <laughs> exactly. That, uh, you know, I, I've had many a client where that's like, oh, you want to FaceTime now? Okay, let's FaceTime. Uh, so, no kidding. Yeah, I'll I FaceTime. Love that. And uh, I do Zoom, which is another yes. same type of thing. Right. Let's mention that. My yeah. favorite video conferencing service is Zoom. You probably yep. pay $14.99 a month for that, no, right? Well, I have the free one right now. Oh, I just okay. keep it free for now. And uh, that's very good. I Remind everyone yeah. Zoom.us has a yep. free version. And then if you need some of its advanced features, it's still only like $15 a month. Yeah. And to sort of cap off the conversation about the Max, for those of you who are listening, if you haven't, if you don't know about this, it's called Handoff. Yes. It's the handoff feature or function, if you want to Google it, where you have all your iOS devices, including an iPad if you use it, and your Mac. Um, it can be a little bit disarming dis or alarming at first because all of a sudden everything's ringing, your phone, your Mac, your iPad, and you're like, oh my God, <laughs> is confetti <laughs> going to fall out of the sky? Right. But it really is very, very convenient. So that's very good tip. Yeah. Before we talk about processes and how you decided to, to build those into your practice, let's sure. take one last break from our sponsors and hear a couple of quick messages. Law Clerk is where attorneys go to hire freelance lawyers. Whether you need a first year to perform legal research or a seasoned attorney to assist with a complicated appellate brief, Law Clerk has hundreds of freelance lawyers with every level of experience and expertise. There are no sign-up or monthly fees. Only pay the flat fee price you set. Increase your profits, not your overhead. Learn more at lawclerk.legal. Is your firm experiencing missed calls, empty voicemail boxes, and potential clients you'll never hear from again? Enter Answer One Virtual Receptionists. They're more than just an answering service. Answer One's available 24-7. They can even schedule appointments, respond to emails, integrate with Clio, and much more. Answer One helps make sure your clients have the experience they deserve. Give them a call at 1-800-ANSWER-1 or visit them at answerone.com forward slash podcast for a special offer. All right, we're back. Is there anything we forgot to talk about as far as services and tools that you use that you like? Um, was there anything, and I hate to be like a basher, but I'm still going to ask, was there anything you tried and it didn't work out for you? So and I'm not trying to 
I, like I like Lexicata, but I'm actually probably going to be moving on to okay. Infusionsoft. Interesting. You're the second attorney in two days who have told me they are probably going to move on from Lexicata. Yeah. Um, now Infusionsoft is way, I call it Confusionsoft. Right. So now you're really talking, getting into the weeds. Are you getting help with that or are you going to do it all yourself too? Uh, so they provide, actually they have a special, I don't know if they're still going on with special, but it's free two months and uh, no contract. And then okay. it's 99 a month after that. Oh, well, that's not too expensive. So, no, yeah, um, explain a little bit about Infusionsoft. So Infusionsoft is a CRM, Client Relationship Manager. Uh, it's a big boy CRM. Uh, Lexicata really is kind is. of a baby one, not to be, I, I really do like Lexicata, but they well, don't have Lexicata a lot of features. Well, and is geared specifically toward legal and right. Infusionsoft is really any industry, but you're right, it's it's a big boy or big girl sort of product used right. by large corporations exactly. in as much as it can be used by a small business. So go on. Right. Um, the biggest thing I found with Lexicata lacks some some efficiencies. Like it, it integrates with some things, but as irony would have it, Lexicata on their website, they have acuity for their scheduling, but they don't integrate with Lexicata. And even with oh. uh, Zapier, uh, yeah, even with Zapier, that's another thing that I use is it, in, it helps me integrate my some of my programs together, but uh, it doesn't integrate. And so it's like okay. I schedule an appointment through Acuity and then I still have to input the data into Lexicata. And that's an extra step that I didn't want to have you to take. You do not like extra steps, Taylor no, Darcy. I don't, mm -mm. I don't. And then something as simple as when I enter something in Lexicata, I have to manually send out like my client intake form versus with Infusionsoft, what I can do is someone logs in with Acuity and then I can send out my client intake form automatically within a certain period of time or, or whatnot so that I don't have to do that. I've had it where I've had a client that's like, yeah, they'll, they'll sign up on Acuity and then I'm not somewhere where I can get to right. my computer and then I have to wait to send that out and then because of that, they don't get it and then it takes more time and it's just, it's one extra step that I didn't want to have to deal with versus with Infusionsoft, it has it set up where there's triggers where someone starts it, they send out the client intake form immediately, they fill out the intake form and then they get my reminders via Infusionsoft all the way up till the day before the appointment so that I don't have to do that, right? That's I'm amazing. trying to take as many things off my plate as possible, let technology deal with it so that I can better serve my clients, right? I can spend that time in that meeting with that client and take the time that they deserve because they're paying the bill rather than the administrative stuff that, you know, nobody likes doing, right? Why right. not pay? I mean, that's what we have technology for is to deal with that stuff. It's like I'm paying you to I know, say this right? stuff. It's funny. <laughs> She's not, people. In fact, I've got no consideration for any of this. This is just me. This is really exciting about this. But um, yeah, so I mean, I, I try to make it so that it's as streamlined as possible so that people know that I'm here, that I'm listening and I'm here to serve them. And I don't have to deal with the stuff that, that actually costs me money. Because if time is money, then these processes that take me time, take me away from the thing that actually make money. And that's doing the law and helping people. Well, that's very good. And so. so you don't have an assistant. Nope, no assistant. And don't need one yet nope. until you get bigger and busier, nope. yep, which we correct. know you will if you want. Yep. I wanted to mention one thing because you mentioned Zapier. So I just want to yes. just take a moment to just, let's talk about that for sure. just a second. I think we've talked about it on the show, but Zapier, which is Z-A-P-I-E-R.com is a service that has 
a free level, but then if you want more, right. they call Zaps. them zaps. They yeah. used to call them recipes. But anyway, so zapier.com is a very interesting service. Yeah. It allows all these disparate systems that we use, Office 365, Gmail, SurveyMonkey, Acuity, all these random, if you will, and disparate services, it creates connections between them. Actually, a member of the San Diego County Bar emailed me yesterday and said, do you know of any way that I could export Gmail emails to Excel? And I said, I don't, but sounds like a job for Zapier. And I went and looked and I sent her the link to exactly what she was looking to do, which was amazing that it even had it. But the point is when there are these systems that you think, wow, if I could just move information from this place to that place, but they're two completely different services, what might do that? Zapier is a place to go look. Tell me about some of the other processes you have. So you've got an automated client intake Mm -hmm. process. How do you share documents with your clients? Do you use the portal? So I try to use Clio Connect. The the problem is some of my clients are technologically challenged themselves. And so uh, it just depends. Like I try to meet my client where they are um, as opposed to trying to force them into my world. Um, And so like Clio Connect will be my first thing, but I've had them where they're like, no, we can't find it. And and that happens. And so, you know, so I try to share you know, them via my, I have OneDrive for Office 365. I know this sounds like a commercial for Office 365. It's but, okay. I'm a commercial for Office right. 365. But the reality is I use it so much that I would be remiss yeah. if I didn't bring it up. So I try to do the shared folder. I've used, tried Dropbox. It's okay, but I've already paying for Office 365. So why not yeah. use what I'm already paying for? But then it, as a last case, I, you know, I send it the old fashioned okay. way with via email and, and I don't prefer to do that, but it really depends on the technological savviness of my client. Right. But uh, otherwise, Otherwise, I, I always try to I try to do keep things in Clio for the security purposes, mm-hmm. but also because everything's record. encrypted. Yeah, in everything's there. encrypted. Um, the security purposes, but also ease of use. Right? If I'm referring to something, I, I can go back to the Clio and look at it and go, "Hey, this is this thing that I shared with you. Go download it here." Right. So it just it just depends on the client. Um, I try as hard as possible to stick in Clio, but it doesn't always work. Let's talk lastly about your website. Your website sure. looks nice. Did you build it? You. I did. I okay. did that myself. In WordPress? Yes, okay. WordPress. Excellent. Okay, so another one of those things that I typically don't encourage attorneys to go building their own blogs and, no. and websites, but WordPress is pretty friendly. So your website looks good. And you mentioned earlier that that's an important component to growing your business and communicating with clients. Right. One of the things I asked you about, or we kind of looked at right before we got started, was the fact that you maintain a blog yep. geared toward local small businesses. That's correct. All right, tell us a little bit about that because that's pretty smart. Yeah, so... And you have a pop-up to join yes. the mailing list. Yes, I Which do. I did. Yep, cool. So what's on my blog is, you know, I really, I don't want, like I provide legal services, but I want my, my small businesses to succeed even without necessarily hiring me, right? Like I want them to feel like that they have somebody in their corner, whether it's legal. You're a trusted resource. Exactly, exactly. And so my website, my blog, um, everything is geared towards, you know, giving clients information, but also letting them know that I'm there for them. You know, they can reach me there, they can uh, email me, I I provide as many ways as possible for people to come and find me. I don't want to be hidden. I've seen other attorneys websites where I look at them and go, now, how do I contact you again for services? (laughs) Uh, You know, and and again, I'm trying to meet my client where they are, as opposed to expecting me to meet, you know, there's a, I I don't want to be that elitist 
just, you know, sometimes permeates, uh, unfortunately, the okay. bigger firms where it's like, oh, I don't want to talk to my client, <laughs> you know, where it's like, no, I want to talk to my client. I want my client to call me. And so I have my phone number. I have my email address on there. Now, the only reason why I don't give out my, my individual email address on my website is because I don't want spam bots hitting me. So other than that, but once I've made contact and someone is actually, I know it's a human being behind something, then I freely give out my email address. Of course. So, yeah, but uh, it's, it's important because people, you know, there's such a part of what I'm doing is overcoming these stereotypes that attorneys are a certain way and that they're only, uh, I have a, a marketer that I work with. Uh, she says, you're more fun to talk to as an attorney than some of my other clients that I would have thought would have been more fun to talk to. And I, I say that because it's like, you know, the, the reality is, is I have not only three small kids, but I also have not been an attorney my entire life. And so I recognize that... Your likability factor is high, Taylor. Oh, thanks. You're I appreciate welcome. that. <laughs> so so I try to to make sure that that comes across on my, on my website and my blog so that people understand that, that uh, you know, I'm here for them and that, you know, I'm not trying to get them to, you know, come to me. I'm, I'm willing to come to them, essentially. So I remember when we first started interacting, you were mm-hmm. worried about where the clients were going to come from. Yes. And that was at the beginning of our conversation, something your wife was worried about. Yes. And it sounds like you've been getting clients. So where yes. have your clients come from? Mostly referral. Excellent. They've come from uh, my website. Uh, they've come, you know, honestly, mostly referral. Like, That's you great. know, once people find out you're an attorney, there's there's usually the people that are always trying to get the free uh, advice. And then there's the people that are like, no, I really just need an attorney. And what's fun is I found so many people that... You know, they couldn't afford the $5,000 retainer. They couldn't afford the $10,000 retainer. And so they come to me and I can service them and still be profitable. That's, I mean, that's the key is that this isn't me, you know, being in the poorhouse for right. it. It's You it's can't me. be. You've got three kids. Right. And well. a wife who likes to live large. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> Remember, you're the minimalist. That. She's the maximalist. Well, <laughs> she she is the celebrate everything. Aww. So she's she can deal with minimal, but uh, it's just very different minimal. Uh, in fact, I'm I'm more the tech person, so we have to make sure that my needs are met too in that yes, one. Yes, I understand. Yeah. You and I could probably do some damage in a Best Buy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Although I'd probably be buying on Amazon or Apple, actually. I'd hit Apple I like Store them like all. nobody's business. If I had a $10,000 budget, I don't know what I'd do. It would just be so exciting. Anyway, <laughs> so I knew that, that I had to implement that. Excellent. Well, yeah. I love it. Well, I really appreciate you coming down and talking to me. I I'm, hope this has been fun. Oh, it has. It was great. I, in fact, I was so excited. I, I literally yelped. I scared one of my people that's in my office because I yelped so loud when oh, he said hi. Oh, where is your office? So Tell I'm us actually, about your office, Yes, please. this is awesome. So I'm actually part of what's called the ALI program or Access to Law Initiative, and it's hosted through my school uh, where they help attorneys that want to go solo in the first few years of their practice. They provide mentorship and love it. the ability to certain resources to help you go solo. Um, and and I got to say, it's been very valuable, very helpful. Oh. And so, uh, you know, they ask us that in exchange for the mentorship and the help that we donate 100 hours of pro bono service. And so, uh, which is great because I love helping people. So I, I get the mentorship that I need to thrive and and, and get my practice going and, and they and people get help with their legal needs. That's so, wonderful. Yeah. Well, tell everyone how they can find, follow, and friend you on on the internet. So uh, my pretty much everything, Facebook, Darcy Law 619, Twitter, Darcy Law 619. I'm also on Instagram, which is kind of crazy because not many attorneys are. I love it. Uh, oh, I need to follow uh, you on Instagram. Darcy Law 619 again. 
Uh, I have my website, uh, www.darcy-law.com. And then uh, finally, I'm on LinkedIn at Taylor E. Darcy. Uh, so uh, I'm, I'm all over the place. I try to, like I said, I, I want my clients to find me wherever they, you know, friend me, you know, that sort awesome. of thing from wherever they can. So I, I try to be everywhere. I'm not on Snapchat only oh God. because that's, that still I still thing? don't even get Snapchat and I'm yeah. very tech savvy. <laughs> and we're so young, Taylor. We should really be on these, you right? know, very young Crazy. people's sites. Well, thanks everyone for joining us and listening in this time. Taylor's been really fun talking to you. I appreciate you coming down. Remember everyone, if you like what you've heard today, make sure you check out New Solo on LegalTalkNetwork.com. And if you like what you hear, we'd really appreciate a nice reading on iTunes. We'll see you next time. And remember, you're not alone. You're a New Solo. Thanks for listening to New Solo with host Adriana Linares. Tune in again to learn more about how to successfully run your new practice solo here on Legal Talk Network. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. If you're a lawyer running a solo or small firm and you're looking for other lawyers to talk through issues you're currently facing in your practice, join the Unbillable Hours Community Roundtable, a free virtual event on the third Thursday of every month. Lawyers from all over the country come together and meet with me, lawyer and law firm management consultant Christopher T. Anderson, to discuss best practices on topics such as marketing, client acquisition, hiring and firing, and time management. The conversation is free to join, but requires a simple reservation. The link to RSVP can be found on the Unbillable Hour page at LegalTalkNetwork.com. We'll see you there.